0: Oh, that's so messed up. <laughs> and and see, it stays like this, and I'm glad we don't have cameras. <laughs> that was messed up.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Three Semi Grown Men. This is Austin
2: back with.
0: Bro, you crack me up every time. Shelton. My name is Shelton.
2: And uh, I'm Nick. And I'm putting my keys on the table, so it's going to be loud. And uh, but we're in a completely different setup than usual.
0: Yes, we are.
2: I can see Austin.
0: So yeah. do we sound a little different? Maybe, maybe you know, a little bit more professional, high quality. I don't know. Not we listening. do. We do. Oh, I will we, answer that for you. We? We've that. done three mic checks, and you don't know if we sound better. Well, I just walked out on the last one. I oh had to go my get the gosh. stuff. I didn't get to hear the last one. So we have um, upgraded. We now have our first studio that is not one of our houses. Yeah, we're not in my, we're not in my spare
2: room anymore. <laughs> my yeah. God, yeah. And we
0: don't have my air conditioner. So um, we have our first studio. We got some great equipment. Um, God is great, and there's a wonderful story behind it that we might get into this episode, or we might just leave you on a cliffhanger. Um, but Tune before we time. before we jump in super deep, um, this episode. Um, and probably some of the future episodes uh, is sponsored by hair and Tyre. So if you are in the Paragold Jonesboro area and you have any tire needs, any car maintenance needs, go ahead and give them a shout. They have the deals that'll give you chills. They service you best from east to west yeah. Um, we have been beside ourselves yeah. all week. It's been a over wild, uh, these wild mics, couple of weeks, yeah. over the studio, the mics like the whole night I've spent this entire week. Um, with austin just about every single night coming up here setting up another piece of equipment planning out something else for the studio Yep. um so i mean yeah it's exciting it is though i'm excited
1: man it's crazy how fast it all come together Mm -hmm. like it started of course everything starts as an idea but like when the ball gets to rolling bro i mean it just took off Mm -hmm. it was wild man
0: i'm so excited and so before we go any further i guess we do have another sponsor Please go check out our sister podcast, Kick It, Don't Quit It, um, on all the same platforms you get this one. They're amazing; they deserve the love and support just as much as we do. Um, and on top of that, there is a third brother podcast There's that is three. coming to this. There is three. They keep In one year, we have added two more pod. We made three podcasts in one year. We're doing it, man! And so, this third podcast is the big circle. It's going to be hosted by our pastor. Um, and one of our brothers in Christ, Ivy, and they are going to jump in. They're going to talk about whatever. To be honest, I don't know what to expect from it, and I I don't know that they know what to expect from it. So tune in. It's going to be great. There's going to be, I guarantee you, there will be some spiritual episodes where you get something to chew on for weeks on end, and there's also going to be episodes where they just talk about stupid, funny stuff. Uh, If you want a taste of what our pastor can come up with, a couple episodes ago, we had a, a episode with him called Stay Weird. Go check that out. Um, we yeah. had him on as a co-host. He talked and chopped it, up, chopped it up with us for a little while, and we just had a good time. So. I think it was
2: episode nine. Nine, yeah. Episode nine of season two. Yeah, because it was 11. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah but it's called Stay Weird, so go check it out. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. It was fun. He's a goofy dude, man.
1: Oh, he's so he's a a good. I love having him around. He's a goofy dude. I love it. So I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited. excited. We got a lot. We got a lot of big things going on, man. Yeah, dude. And again, I've said it time and time again, but it's just it's crazy how much things come together Mm -hmm. like so quickly. Um, I mean, where we're sitting, we never and we never imagined. And then it's just like the the endless possibilities that we have here, dude. It's just it's so crazy what little with what little the Lord can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we started with some microphones and a spare bedroom, and now we're yeah. sitting in a studio. And, and I was
0: $1,200 in debt to get this laptop. You know, I, it's just... Now, now we now. have a
1: studio, and, I mean, we have all the opportunities in the world to expand. So,
0: I'm excited, man. Yeah. So, I've got a really cool idea, and I wanted to tell you guys on the episode all right. so that if we decide not to, I have to do more work. <laughs> but if we do... We have to hold up to it. So I was thinking, we all mute our phones, right? Well, the more people we get um, and the more hectic our lives get, sometimes you know we may forget to mute the phones or the other people may forget to mute the phones. And I think I want to make this a rule kind of across the board um, that if your phone goes off, you have to read the notification.
2: Okay. Um.
0: Now, if it's, like, extremely personal, obviously I can cut it out later. But, like... If the phone goes off, and I'm talking like ringer, oh, see, I don't ever have. You my phone immediately on muted your phone. My, I don't keep my, I don't keep my ringer on at all. I don't either. I keep mine on vibrate. Uh,
1: mine's on vibrate 24. It gets me in trouble sometimes, but me too. I don't ever keep my phone on ringer. Bro,
0: no. <laughs> I wish we had a camera. That was shady.
2: Okay. I had to check mine. Mine was on silent mode.
0: <laughs> mine stays on silent. But bro, I think it'd be so
1: funny. Well, for people like Pastor and Ivy who, like, constantly have their phone on, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I think the rule should be that you have to have your phone on ringer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> First
2: person, the phone goes off. No, bro. That would be funny. Because
0: then I know that will be the episode Alexis listens to, and then she'll start sending me messages that I'm not supposed to read just to what get if, me in if trouble. What if we make
2: it this rule? Cool. Everybody's ringers are on. Either that, that or my
0: mom will find out when we're recording because I work with her, and she'll start texting me bazinga while we're recording.
2: Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, I'll just
0: throw up on camera. Um, but yeah, I'm so ready thinking, to get cameras. Bro, it's we, right around the corner.
2: We all have our ringers on, but the first person to have their phone go off, we have a plate and whipped cream on standby. And then no, get dude. Austin <laughs> no. likes it.
0: Yeah, because he's five years old.
1: I I just thought it was funny.
0: I want to ruin your life. I don't want (laughs) to ruin my life.
2: Who's going to talk to me? Three of the four people that text me are in this room. Three three of the four? Yeah, because God's always with us. Oh, okay.
0: God is texting
2: you? Yeah, every time, every time I do something bad or I have a bad thought, you version sends me a Bible verse. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's
0: funny. That's, that's funny.
2: funny. I was getting pretty mad at work the other day. I said, I, said oh, I could just run this forklift right into the wall, and it sent me something like. You know, I've had
0: stuff like that happen before. Where like, so mine was, I used to work in a, well, I still do, but I don't do it as often. My only job used to be to stay in a warehouse for up to eight hours a day yeah, and just clean stuff by myself. And when you do that and you're a recovering porn addict, <laughs> mm. I mean, you're in a, in a room alone with nothing to occupy you. Mm-hmm. Eventually, your mind wanders. Oh, yeah. And dude, every time that I would get to that point where I was like, hmm, I, I mean, like something would happen. Somebody would call me um or like I would I would go to click on something and worship music would start playing just something to get me out of like the that get me out of my head for a moment. Uh the most recent one was crazy. I was I was just struggling. I don't even know why. And uh it was just one of those days. Some days are worse than others. And I went up to the uh I was driving up to a hospital and just I mean tormented. And I was just like god, I need if only pastor could be at this hospital right now, like I'm just, I need to get, I need somebody to get me out of this, get me out of my head. Lo and behold, pastor's walking up as I'm walking in the door. Nice. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I had to go deliver equipment and I was like, God, if he's in the waiting room, like if he's downstairs still, then I will stop and talk to him because God, I just like, even just seeing him, I need just a little bit more. And he was still there. We sat and talked for like 40 minutes. Good Lord. Didn't get a single order. Like I was
2: thinking, you're getting popped the entire time. And you're just putting an on solid. No, I
0: was no, I was looking. I was making sure because I mean, I have a job. I have to stay true to the job. Um, but nothing was going on. Nothing in my area. Nobody was like booked up or anything. So I just took a few minutes and talked with pastor, and then I left. And I was like, I felt so much better. I was out of my head. I wasn't tormenting or being tormented anymore. And I was just like, thank you, God. Yes, That's t-
2: thank you, God. I did. That's dope. Yeah. That's 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 pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I haven't had nothing like that here recently. Well, no. As I say, I have every morning at 8 o'clock, my my Bible sends me a Bible verse. And um, And you
0: posted on your story?
1: Yeah. Last couple ones, I've been like,
2: man, that was good. There's some good good ones that
0: come up. Bro, so I've been struggling reading my Bible, right? Like, I just... I don't know what it was. Once we get back from the cruise, I've finished all my plans. I've read the Bible. I couldn't find a plan that I really liked. I tried that through the word thing, and it just wasn't deep enough for for me personally. And so I was just like, I was struggling, struggling to find time, all of it. Um, And I just sat down one day, and I was like, all right, I'm going to read Luke, and I have a study Bible. I was like, I'm going to read Luke. I'm going to read it one chapter at a time, and any study portion, I'm going to read every single one of them the next day. So I did that on Thursday. Yesterday, Alexis texted me and was like, hey, we should do this. And it was um, read a chapter of Luke every day of December. There's 24 chapters. So by the 24th chapter, you will have read the account of Jesus' birth, his death, and, and what the, you know, the Holy Spirit is for right before Christmas. Um, and I was like, bro, I've, I've actually already started that, but we can reread Luke 1. And so now I have a plan to read, not only to keep me, you know, like, in it and keep me disciplined but also alexis and i get to read together and we get to study the bible together which is something else i've been trying to implement Um, but i've been having trouble because i haven't even been disciplined enough to read it myself so
1: yeah i've reading is not my problem i've i've struggled studying here recently so like i go it's tough i listen to my i've been listening to my through the word so i read in the mornings when i wake up and then when i get to work there's like an hour um before we start seeing patients and so um, I'll chart prep which usually takes me like 20 25 minutes right and then I've just got the rest of the time just to do nothing so I take that time to kind of study and I am up to Exodus 36 but wow. in my studying I'm only up to Exodus 19 like it's oh, I been got like you. a real like I've just I just have not had the motivation to study like I just I don't know what it is like Exodus like the first first few chapters of Exodus was like oh that's really exciting like that was really cool and then like now that you're getting further deep into it it's just getting and I say this as nicely as I can but I'm just Exodus is a really one book to try to stay interested in when it's all about the same thing it's right. all about Exodus yeah. the children of Israel the water the seas all that stuff and
0: they literally do the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. oh god is so good oh god hasn't talked to us in two days let's burn all the gold and make a calf correct Are you exactly reading,
2: what is. uh king james or niv
1: um, I So, i primarily study out of King James, but if I don't understand something, I'll either read the NIV or the uh, ESV for a better translation yeah. to see if I understand it better.
0: I had the craziest thought. Okay. Okay. So, in the Bible, mm-hmm. it has an account from Adam and Eve, and then all the way up to Jesus, and then Jesus, and then, you know, like, Paul area. But there's a... a, a pretty distinct and descriptive historical, you know, chronological order. And it's about 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bible takes about 3,000 years. And there are, like, there are fossils and stuff that date millions of years. And it doesn't make sense if the first person was created three, 4,000 years ago for stuff to be on Earth that's been a million years old if everything was created 4,000 years ago. Right. I had this crazy thought okay so you know whenever you're hanging out with like especially like at the beginning of like a relationship you got that puppy love or if you just really really like somebody how you can sit down or do whatever with them and hours go by and then you look up and you're like oh my god where was the, where's the day gone you know like I feel like it's only been five minutes what if that's what happened with Adam and God like Adam even God the time the time frame between when Adam and Eve were made and Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden, the time pre- time frame between those two was millions of years because they were just in God's presence. Well,
1: you know they say that a thousand years in our time is one day in the Lord's
0: time. See, that's crazy. Because
2: it took him, what, six, was it six days? Seven days. Seven days. No, well, on six, the seventh day seven he, he rested. Was, yeah, he yeah rested. six yeah.
1: days to work, seven day, or er, and the seventh day to rest, but yeah. They say that the, the the way that time works is that one day in the Lord's time is like a 1,000 years for us. And so that's why we always sing, um, if I had a 1,000 years, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's neat. I, 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 I was
2: looking for something like that because I was talking to somebody about it, and I couldn't find the answer to it. I was like, they don't have to call Austin. Yeah. And you were in a clinic, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, I was going to call Pastor. Oh. On a cruise, I was like, "Okay, so, so all your options were ran right. out." I said, "I'll get back to you." <laughs> I say that all the time. see, I told
0: Ale- I told Alexis whenever we were engaged, I was like, oh, "Man, I'm having, I'm I'm struggling a little bit because the 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 idea is that when we get to heaven, you won't necessarily remember anybody," and I was like. But I spent all of this time, you know, like we're, I'm 21. We just got married. We're going to be married. And if we live full lives, then we're looking at 80, 90 years because the rate of life just keeps going up like the lifespan. So we're looking at being together for 70 years. 70 years just gone. Like we die and we don't remember each other. And so there was one thing that kind of brought me peace, but it didn't really bring me full peace was that we're married now we have a soul tie and the way my mom looks at it is the way that I like to look at it when we die and go to heaven we will be one soul and like we'll just intertwine kind of out of each other we'll be one together because we chose to make that covenant on earth and that'll be upheld in heaven which is what I like to think but it didn't give me full peace but Uh, A few weeks ago in class, um, Megan was teaching us and she was telling us about a movie that she watched about, uh, have you ever watched Flatliners? Mm -hmm. Very similar to Flatliners where they have found five people from five different places all over the world with nothing in common, uh, not spiritual beliefs, nothing like that. The only thing they had in common is they all had died and come back. And they all gave their accounts and the accounts were very similar, not 100%, but very similar. And one of the things that she said just made her ball was this one lady was talking about how when she got to heaven, it wasn't that she forgot her family. It was that she didn't, she was so overwhelmed and consumed by the love. That's all she wanted to focus on. It wasn't that she forgot or that she was ignoring but kind of that she was ignoring. Like, well, it the, was just, it was well, the, so, such a deep love that we'll never experience on earth. Well, the Bible because says, God that, is love. Right. Well, the Bible talks about when you get to heaven that there'll be
1: no more sorrow, no more pain. And the reason for that is because if the Lord gave us the ability to remember our family when we got to heaven and we seen them all, if we didn't see someone that possibly didn't make it, what would that bring you?
0: I mean, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I, that from it just doesn't make it. It made it hard for me to justify putting effort into people if I wasn't going to remember them. You know, like I I'm putting all this effort in for ninety years to take care of you to build a relationship with you for what? For nothing. Like, and from then what under- is the forever family? Like, if I'm not going to remember anybody I was on Earth, what's the point? And that's what I was struggling with. Well, from my understanding, is that you will,
1: you will know of them, but you will not remember
2: everything like maybe you only know the good and not the bad.
0: Well, and we focus on hurt people hurt people, but happy people make happy make people happy. that's true like if you love people want to love you back like we we give what we receive right. And so you know the most common one is hurt people hurt people, but loving people make loving people. and so if we're in heaven, and God is love. It makes sense that all we would want to do is love. It makes sense that even if we remember everybody, that we would only have time to love the people that are there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's murky, and I'm glad I'm not the one that made heaven because I'd screw it up. Um, but now I'm, now I really have no holds barred. Like I'm ready to go to heaven for a while I had not that I didn't want to go to heaven, but I was like, God, I want to spend time on here. I want to get to love my wife. I want to, I want to start a family. I want all of these things. Yeah. Um, and I know that some people don't get that. And so I was just, I was almost wanting to bide my time here. Like God, give me more time here. Um, and I'm grateful for all the time that he gives me. If he gives me more time, I'm going to use it. um, but I was just, I was so scared to go to heaven because I didn't want to lose what I was doing here. And now, with that kind of hope and that, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe a shot in the dark, with that thought that it would be so overwhelming that that's all I would want to focus on and that that would make me want to love people more. Uh, and that we would just be happy. Like, I'd be so excited. The idea of, like, walking into a room And somebody that, you know, I may have butted heads with at church um, or, or, you know, at the supermarket (laughs) that I walk into a room and see them and recognize them. And the only thing that goes through my mind is, oh, my God, there's another person like, oh, my gosh, it's I don't know, Sherry. Hey, and I'm not remembering whenever she stole the last avocado at Walmart. I'm just thinking that's Sherry. Well, the I love says, Sherry. Well, the
1: Bible says that we get a new name when we get to heaven.
0: I Yours is going to be the, Sherry, because uh, you stole the last
1: avocado. No, I think my name was going to be like. So. Bryn. Bryn. So, Bryn. <laughs> so I don't. This is something that I've really wanted to kind of get into, but I just don't know the first place about looking into because, like, I I want to try and understand the, the because I've I've struggled with this like it's really like hurt my heart because I'm kind of in the place you are like. Like I, you, you create a life with this person on Earth, and then like in the blink of an eye, like it's just all taken from you. Like that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. I, I completely get it, um, but yeah, it's definitely something I want to kind of get into because that's a, that is interesting. To I'm gonna
2: write it, it down,
0: down, and I think I'm gonna bring it up on the big circle. Now let me
2: let me ask you this. So we all get our own mansions in heaven, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Mine's gonna have a water slide.
2: Okay. Well, we know about the water slide. Did you get a permit through God for it first?
0: Uh, yeah, there are streets of gold. I think
2: I can manage the okay, water. Well, I'm just asking. I mean, you got to get the city ordinance and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, I think God will let
2: it slide. Okay,
0: I don't think we're gonna have any problems.
2: So, in our mansions, I wonder if we can manifest certain things that we want. Only good things. only things that make us happy. Only things. No, you
0: cannot me. have a PS Five in heaven.
2: I don't want a PS5 in heaven. You feel so stupid. Ow. I'll tell you the first thing I want to do in heaven <laughs> after, after I go before the Lord and after I get to meet Jesus, I want to play chess with David. That's what I want to do. Play chess with David. What I do you want to do besides go bug I Paul?
1: That I think I'm going to go see I want to go look at the, the Crystal River.
0: Ooh. I want to go see it. Because you'll already see the streets of gold, the gates of pearl. You'll get to see all that. See, it's the Crystal River, but it's... Different for us because Crystal is different. It's just a river of those nasty sliders from Crystal. Like the little sliders. Yes, dude. (laughs) It's just a White Castle river.
2: So. That's funny. I'm going to call Pastor and just talk about heaven with him because there's so many things that. Heaven is such a.
1: I don't want to say a complicated topic. But oh, no, it's, it's, so, it's complicated. It's, it's, so, it's so complex. It's
2: so complex. And when we get That's there, wanted, we'll yes. be like,
0: oh, this is simple.
2: I hope Jesus daps me up. When I, when and the I'm thing
0: up. is, I don't think we can describe it accurately. No. Like, you know, like in, in Revelation, the, uh, the problem we have is there's an argument for whether John the Baptist was being literal or whether he was explaining things to the best of his ability based on what he knew. Yeah. So there's the the dragon with the heads that supposedly are, or maybe it's a griffin, I don't know what it was, that is eerily similar when you think about it to a helicopter. Um and so they've talked about I've, one, I've I think it's an the article. griffin, um, is eerily similar to a h he- like an attack helicopter. Um I and guess there I don't are things are
1: referring to are you talking about the lion that's supposed to have all the heads and it's supposed to blasphemy above it? That we were talking about
0: one of the flying creatures in in Revelations,
1: because I know that there I know it talks about the dragon, which I read just is completely off topic, um, but kind of so you know how like any time you read about like a devil or Satan or anything Mm -hmm. like that, it always refers to like a dragon, a snake, or water. I don't. Yeah. I always thought that it was so interesting that when he started when he started out when he fell from heaven. He was casted as a snake because he was gonna have to crawl on his belly. He said that was his punishment. Mm-hmm. Later on, the swine um, for legion, when the Lord cast them out, where do they go? They run off a cliff into the water. When it talks about the great dragon, which is a metamorphosis of a snake, turns into a dragon. It comes out of the water because that's where Satan comes from. Is water? I thought it was really cool. But so that you're was telling me
2: is Cthulhu is Satan.
0: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, that is not what we're I was going to have to, to say. incorporate that in my next campaign. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're gonna have to I'm gonna, we're gonna have to get a pork board out uh, and just start drawing things. Also, a topic that I got into the other day at work, and we'll, we'll put a pin in what we were saying about heaven for just a moment. We were talking about how somebody's like, "Well, if if God loves me, and I don't." want to believe or I don't want to go to church or I don't want to do this then why do I not get to go to heaven? I said he's not going to force himself on you I said God's a gentleman I said if he doesn't if you don't want it he's not going to force you I said and and, and some people that I've talked to about you know hell I, I mean I, I don't believe the people that are good and don't don't believe in the Lord are going to go to hell I think they're just going to like Go into an abyss and just disappear.
1: See, I uh, my only problem well, and with that's that. A, I don't. I don't know. Because you know, people talk about like a
0: purgatory or something mm-hmm, like yeah. that. That's what it was. It was Sheol that I was thinking of this morning. Okay, I'll get into that in a second.
1: <laughs> some, you know, some people believe in purgatory. Some people believe that we live in purgatory now. Like Earth itself is purgatory. Right. 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 Um, because. From my understanding, if I've, if I've listened to enough to it, the, the, the idea behind purgatory is it's supposed to be a separate waiting place until you are decided of where you're going to spend eternity. Right. Now, again, I don't know. I've never done any kind of research on it. But I don't quite believe that purgatory is a thing. Um, and I'm not trying to step on toes. I know it can get kind of controversial yeah. here. Um, but just the idea of purgatory doesn't make sense to me. 'Cause I believe when the Lord says that I'm leaving to prepare a place for you and when the rapture comes and he calls up all the dead, I don't think there's gonna be certain ones that's gonna be like, Ah, I think I'm gonna stay asleep. I'll wake up here in a little bit. You know? Yeah. That just doesn't make but that's I mean, I think that's no, those
2: let me ask you something that I was I was reading about and I was I watched a video on and I was talking with a guy at work about is when we die, like let's say the three of us die and 85 years. We're not going to go right to heaven. Correct. We're going to what they... Abraham's bosom. The bosom of Abraham, yes. And we won't go to heaven until the rapture happens. Correct. Okay. Now, what is the place that, like... Because the bosom of Abraham would be for believers, correct? Is that that what my...
1: Well, everybody goes to the grave. Everybody goes to a grave. So, it doesn't matter if you're a believer or not. You all go to a grave. Your soul is at rest. Yeah. Okay. So, when the rapture happens, you then get raptured up. The dead will rise first, and you go to Judgment Day. Okay. At Judgment Day, you will, of course, be met at the face of God, and he will tell you, um, enter in to thy kingdom, or depart from me. I never knew you. Okay. Um. So... I know we say this to people, um, but it gets real muddy when you start telling people, oh, he's looking down on you, you know. Um, that was one thing me and my wife had a conversation because she just recently lost her father. And she says, there's so much of me that wants to believe that he's in heaven looking down on me. She said, but I've read my word and I know he's just laying in the grave right now. Said, I believe that he'll make, he'll be looking over me, but it, it will be while I am waiting at the gates. So, but it's a that's a tough one to get into. Yeah, that, that's a tough one to get into. When you start talking about heaven and hell and just like souls and the resting places, man, it gets real. I don't want to say muddy because it's a simple conversation, but it gets real, uh, real touchy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you never want to tell somebody that, oh, well, they're they're not in heaven right now. They're oh yeah, just they're waiting. just
0: laying in dirt. Yeah, you, know, I mean, you that's can't that's tell people that.
2: That's rough to say to people.
0: Well, based on I was just doing a little bit of research, um. It says the, It's about the story of um, Lazarus Luke 16 verses 19 to 26 um, And this is This shows 22 and 23 But if you want to read The whole story uh, it Where says is it Luke 16 verses. I'm going to read 22 and 23 I'm going to pull it up here 16 We were supposed to be Talking about Black Friday We'll get there in a minute <laughs> I just want to I like this conversation more. I do too 22 and 23 Yeah it says, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried to the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. So from what I gather from that, based on this story, is that if you are, wait- you are waiting to go to heaven, you go into Abraham's bosom. Um, and if you don't, then you go to hell. The problem is, how do you go to hell if you haven't been judged yet it's not judgment day Is so it, that's i mean it's just one of those things where it's like
2: what would be the uh what would be the opposite of abraham's bosom cuz the
0: opposite of abraham's bosom would be hell because hell heaven's not open yet
2: okay but there there would be a waiting place before hell wouldn't there
0: based on that no
2: okay cuz which makes
0: me think that we you know The way that it was, we talked about this in Bible study and the way that it was explained to me then, because I grew up for 18, 19 years until this Bible study thinking that you just went to heaven after you died. You either went to heaven or hell. I I didn't think about the judgment day or anything like that. And the way that it was explained to me through um, Pastor and Sister Jeannie was that when we die, we go into Abraham's bosom awaiting judgment day. And it's basically just a dark place. Like almost think of yourself in like a dark room with just a bunch of people.
1: I always I always envisioned you ever see on like T V where you have those people who like wake up and they're in just it's like that solid black, black room with and the, you water. Hear the water on the floor. Yes, yeah. that's what I kinda envisioned. Stranger
0: things.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. What what I what I just pulled up and this is from twenty fifteen. Uh one side of Hades is torment, the other side is Abraham's bosom. Between them there is a great chasm. My pastor teaches that Abraham's bosom is paradise and that when their thief when the thief asked Jesus to remember him, Jesus said he would be in paradise.
1: Yeah, on the the deep on the cross, I remember that. He yeah. said you'll be with me in paradise. So I'm wondering. So then, yeah, two one you're just rooms.
0: vibing, and then the other one. But then if you're, but then the waiting, but then would that would make hell the waiting room, and the hell that we think of would be the abyss. That Satan gets thrown into at the end of the Bible. Well, you, you know it talks about you get cast in the sea of fire, and I would
1: almost associate which would be the waiting the wait- room. That would be the waiting room. So who and said- so you
0: get tormented for eternity until what we what we define as eternity because it's such a long time we can't de- we can't understand it. What we define as eternity would be the sea of fire, and then when Judgment Day comes and everybody's judged and Satan gets cast into the abyss with all of his minions then all of the souls that didn't yeah, make it to heaven because, would go into that abyss, too. Because here's the thing. Because hell not, doesn't Satan, exist. Well, Satan's not even in hell. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. He's just held under the Euphrates River. The Bible talks about after a thousand years when the river dries up, that's when Satan and his minions will then be free to roam all over the earth. And so, mm. like, we're not, like, we are, I don't know if you've noticed. Oh, my gosh. But we're getting close to the Euphrates River being dried up. I mean, like, we it's just, a...
0: Stranger Things had it had it perfect. When you die, or you don't go to heaven, you just go to the upside down, <laughs> and you're just stuck underneath the Euphrates River, in the upside down.
2: I mean, huh. it's not a bad thought. No. Not, not a bad thought. We're getting deep. We're getting deep. Now, granted,
0: these are all speculation. Oh yeah, this is. We not don't facts. know. No. We are not claiming to know. Yeah,
2: no, we're just re- we're we're when just we, letting our minds wander. This is our efforts
1: of trying to study and become better. Yes. So And
0: we will never fully understand. Uh, right? absolutely we know not. that.
1: We will not know until we get there and exactly. we can ask. And I see, hope, that's why
0: I don't want to forget. I wanna have curiosity. I hope that there are Bibles in heaven. I hope there's a library. I hope it's like our pledge of I hope Jesus. there's the biggest library in the world and I can just well in the world. Oh, there's the biggest library. something we can't even fathom. We just walk in and it's endless rows of books. I, I can wa- just sit down and read everything. I want to read all of the histories. I want to read about everything. I want to know why everything works. I just want curiosity. I want to take a book I and sit at Jesus' feet and just be like, God, tell me.
1: I hope every book explains Jesus' reasoning. Like like every major Like there's event a sidebar at happened. the bottom. Well, it's like it's like you open a book and it's like I ain't going to say what just come to my mind. But, you know, think like uh, World War II.
0: Yeah. Just something crazy. And see, but then how can we justify having books about World War II with all of the awful things that happened and still be happy in heaven? Like, I want that curiosity. I want to be able to read these things because I have curiosity. I have questions, and I I want that to translate into heaven. Mm, That makes sense. I get what you're saying. Because there's a lot of great things to read. I mean, we could read about... I mean, sports all day. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, LeBron, Michael Jordan, all these awesome people. Larry Bird, you know, whatever. But what happens whenever we start getting into the tough stuff? Like when we start getting into, um, I mean, World War II, we start getting into um, Stalin and everything that he did. We start getting into Napoleon and King Nero. Nero was a bad dude. Like, is that the one that those? watched
1: Rome burn and laughed?
0: Yes, that's the one that would dip Christians in tar and throw them up on walls and light them on fire to light up his garden. Ooh. So, like, how do we read a book about that? That is morbid, that's dark. Yeah. Mm. But I still want to have that curiosity. I want to be like, God, what? You know what was going on here?
2: Let me let me pose this question to you. So you know god is the three in one Mm -hmm. what if in heaven he can go from the three and one to the one and just like the holy spirit jesus and god are all on one team and the other and the three of us are playing
0: so i had a conversation um i I, I I got to tune in to to a conversation with pastor my stepdad um has had a hard time with that i wonder if we're um, the same thought because i have a certain i have a certain view of the way i look at this well we talked last year and we didn't have the same view well um, I, yeah i've done i've done and then some after research this conversation on it. um the way my mom described it was just what i ran with it makes me it makes me sleep better at night now whether i'm right or not i mean if i get to heaven and there's three of them great if i get to heaven and there's one of them Cool. I'm not gonna be like, nah, nah. You wrote that wrong. I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I'm I'm good with it either it way. He says,
2: depart from me, for I do not. Know you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my my mom described it as think of like a DNA strand, and so you have got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they're going into each other and then coming out, and then going into each other and coming out, and they're just this being that is always fading in and out of each other. There's three different just circling and becoming one and then becoming three and becoming one and becoming three. Huh. That's sort of
1: what I had in mind. So I think that when we see the throne, we're going to see like a silhouette.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, and then I think like above it, you're going to see like the different things. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be like an orbit. And then you're just gonna see like the little strand. So it's gonna be like the Holy Spirit and then you're gonna see like the exactly. Father and then you're gonna see Jesus. And I think like if you look at the orbit you could see like it'll be almost like like a rerun of all the things that he's done. Like you can yeah. see all the different aspects of like when he was the father, like what he done, like he like he created, as the as the as the as Jesus he provided, right. you know, as the Holy Spirit, you know, like I think I think that's where my mind goes. Right. Oh, Nick, like, do
2: you but. have thoughts? Man, see, I was raised on the three. I was raised on the Holy Trinity, and since I started going to our church, I'm really getting into that, you know, I'm conflicted, you know, because I I think there are three parts of an egg, in a sense, you know, the shell, the yolk, and and the the other part, I don't know the other part.
0: Yeah, but you can't be an egg without the shell, you can't be an egg without the yolk, you can't be an
2: egg without the protein. But but all of that together
1: is what?
0: One One. Yeah,
2: that's why I said three and one. I mean, I feel like when we get to heaven, they, they can each be their own entity. And at any moment, they combine together to be the one. Yeah. Um, and that's how Jesus got to lay up on Austin. And the <laughs> Holy Spirit just bumped me down.
0: I had a concept that actually just came to mind. It's my mind. So this may not, I may not describe this very well. Um, so we can't look at God. Like if we were to see him, our eyes would melt out of our skull and we'd die instantly. Correct. He's just, and we can't comprehend him. Only per only person I think that has seen Jesus and lived was Jacob, and we we can't comprehend him. But once we die, and it's our spirit, would that be able to comprehend him? So then my thought process is: we've got this brain in us that is a defect. It is it is a hindrance. It's what is it called? A a debuff? Would that be? What what's dragging us down? So what if he has to explain himself, express himself to us in three separate ways because we can't understand the love, the platform that he's working on as just one? And so then when we get to heaven, we get the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but we get to understand because we don't have this flesh suit that's holding us back, we can understand exactly who he is as the one entity god that he is that we couldn't whenever we were humans because we have this stupid thing in our heads that keeps running and trying to find patterns when there might not be a pattern. I think the wonderful part about it is that
1: there is so there is so many differences about people that the lord is able to um, he's able to personalize himself to everyone. Yeah. And I think when we get to heaven the misconception is that um, like we're there just to praise. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. what what you choose. I mean, we're just we're just happy to be there. Yeah. And so I think when we start when we start trying to get in there and we're trying to to almost I don't want to say put a put a certain understanding on the Lord, but like when we get to heaven, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to worry about what he looks like, how many there are, uh, what the what our mansion looks like. I think we're just going to get there and we're just going to be like, hey, we made it. You know, I think that's kind of how my head goes. And I think if we do get to a point where it's like, okay, we get to sit down and we try to understand, um, we try to understand like where we are in heaven, how the Lord pertains to us. I think that's when the personalization will be presented to you. Because I think the Lord, when you get to heaven, I am quite confident that the Lord knows what you think of him, what your beliefs are in him. Right. You know, he's not just going to let some stranger in his kingdom. You know, right. Or at least that's how my, my mind works.
0: I also like the idea of... So, we got the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As human beings, we need a father. If you look at <clears throat> the decline of fathers showing up in in our culture, a, t- a statistic that is followed right behind it is an increase in crime rate. If a father is not at present in the home... They are significantly more susceptible to getting caught up in crime. Correct. Um, if a father is not in the home, they are significantly more susceptible to starting an early family. Uh, we're talking teen pregnancies. All of that happens when the father is not there. Mm-hmm. As human beings, we need a father. He's our father. As human beings, we need a lover. Adam was given Eve. Okay, we have somebody that is going to complete us. Right. That is what we're supposed. We're supposed to have that mate. Um, sex was created for that, um, to not only to procreate, but also to, to join us and, and help us to get that bond and get close to God and back to our original form. <clears throat> so we need a lover. Yep. Jesus is, I mean, he's the, he's the groom for the bride of the church. We are that bride and there's a Holy spirit. Everybody needs a partner. Everybody needs a helpmate. Everybody needs to help. Everybody needs somebody to help them get through this. You guys are my helpmates. I couldn't do this podcast without you. Right. There yeah. are things that I can't do spiritually without a helpmate. Yeah. The Holy Spirit was there, is, is made for that. He's there for that. That is what He um, manifests Himself in, is a helpmate. Like you said, when we get to heaven, we're just going to praise. We don't need a father. We don't need a son. Or we don't, we don't need a, a, a lover. And we don't need a helpmate. We're there to praise God in His fullest form which is one form. So he had to break it down. You know, it's a cool concept to run with it. He had to break himself down into categories to, to fulfill us given our human design, the design that he made for us. He broke himself down to better suit us given where we are right now. And then when we get to heaven, we're a spirit and we just praise him and we do exactly what we were meant to do without needing him to break himself down into three different categories to suit us because... We're exactly, we've got exactly what we need to do to praise Him and to be in His presence. Mm. Hmm. That is good.
1: I, I was look okay. trying to find the thing that Michael Todd had. It was a chart that he had wrote, and um, it was a series I listened to called "The Upgrade." Yeah. And um, there was a chart that he that he had broke down. It talked about the Father, Jesus, and then the Holy Spirit, and how each one you said broke down is what it reminded me of it. But it's like when you look at it, it's like. The father was there and he created and then yeah. jesus was there and he um it was something else redeemed rede- something of that nature and then the holy spirit's there to whatever i think it's provide or something f- mm-hmm. continuously because like you said
0: when you yeah look- when we call him god now we're calling on the holy spirit yeah that yeah. was that blew my mind when he said that
1: i mean if you really think about it think of it like i mean if you put it put it into adult terms i mean when you're a child you call on your father. Mm-hmm. When you get old enough, you don't rely as much on your parents. And then when you get out of the house, you become an adult. You don't rely on your parents at all. No. So I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. And so it was it was interesting that it, the way it's like I've never really thought of Jesus breaking himself down like that. But that was that was a neat concept. Yeah. that was a neat concept.
0: That I like that. Maybe you have anything else to say before we move on to Black Friday?
2: <laughs> no, I think I'm thinking good.
0: Okay. So, Black Friday. A, that was a weird transition. This is a right very there. weird transition, but Nick had said something about it. Black Friday was a week ago. This will be coming out. Uh, yeah, week It was later. two weeks ago. Um, so, did, any of y- did either of y'all go Black Friday shopping? I did not. I did not go Black Friday shopping. Um,
1: I, I stayed out this year. I had seen the way that Walmart and a couple of the stores were yeah. set up, and it was just like... Whew. I've worked Black Friday Ugh. before um, in several stores that I've worked at. And I have been. I do you have, have any Black Friday stories from working them. I do. Um, I have. I have a story from working and being a part of Black Friday. Um, so when I worked Black Friday, um, I was working two jobs. I was working at um, Belk and the hospital at the time. Mm-hmm. I had worked night shift that night at the hospital. I had slept for four hours and I went into Belk. Ugh. So. I go into Belk and the way that the store is set up you know it's it's really it's just a big long rectangle right. and if you look at the structure of it and there was like no room to move I mean if I didn't have a name badge on you couldn't tell that I was not working there like there was that many people so I remember that I'm sitting there my job was to check people out and bag right. as much as I could to help out with the lines well, at one point in time, I had to go stop these two people from fighting. <laughs> and when I did, I had accidentally tripped on one of the mannequins that we had, and then I had two people fall on me.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And then it was just like a domino effect. Yeah. It was so bad. And then I think the worst part about working on them was, like, trying to keep up with, because I don't know what it is about people who Black Friday shop, but when they pick something up that's folded and they look at it, they do not have the courtesy to fold it back, or at least attempt to. They just chunk it. Right. And so that that was the worst part. Um, I've never worked at Walmart on Black Friday, thank God. I would be miserable. Um, But now my story about being a part of Black Friday, I will never forget this. (laughs) I mean, ever. My buddy Bole was working at Walmart all throughout high school. Mm -hmm. And it was back when 2K – I want to say it was 2K, 16 or 17 – come out. It was the brand new basketball game. It was super hyped up. Everybody wanted it. Well at the time Walmart would randomly set sections of stuff in random places. So it wouldn't all be in the electronics. Well they had an entire they had an entire thing of two K games. They had like two hundred copies just in this one little spot and it was in front of the milks random spot for video Man, games that's really weird it, but they, they, they done that
2: a bunch of times though yeah
1: i mean they just put stuff random places like like um they would have toys in the groceries they would have tools in the garden section they would have guns and electronics so i mean weird. yeah they just they had stuff all spread out so i'm sitting there bolet called me he said hey bro he said i will buy you the game if you just stand in line you can use my discount card i'll buy it everything i said okay cool so, I stand there for like two and a half hours, okay? Like, I'm the first person. Like, for me to the table is how close I am to buying it. And the way that Black Friday at Walmart works is they have it all wrapped up, and there's a PA system, and they will say Black Friday starts, and this time they'll count down from three, and then they'll cut the plastic, and it's balls to the walls. Yeah, Okay. It's I mean, crazy. it's nuts. So, I'm at the front of the line, Okay. They call the PA system. The crowd's getting bigger. There's like 20, 30 people around me now. So I'm sitting there just cool, calm, and collected. You got these people who are trying to push to the front of the line. I'm trying to just stand my ground. Well, the buzzer goes off. The lady comes with the the knife. She cuts the tape, and all I hear from behind me is this lady goes, Ah! And she comes and takes off and jumps above me and lands on the cart full of all the video games. So all the video games scatter. scatter. You got people. You've got people scattering, trying to pick up the video games. I kick two of them all the way to the milk, grab them, and I take off running. Oh my god! I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm talking about, bro. She looked like Jimmy Snuka jumping off the top rope. I mean, <laughs> she. I mean, she come and just flew. I'm like, I'm never doing this Dude, again.
2: Black Friday is rough. I worked at Lowe's for Black Friday, and I was over our uh, fulfillment division, which was the internet sales and bro I came in at like i think midnight one night and i was there until like 8 or 9 the next morning and they're like yeah man we got a bunch of orders i get in there it was like a thousand orders and i mean it's just people were ordering you know electronics all the like dog toys all some people were ordering like vanities and stoves and w- there was, I don't know why there was this order, but there was an order for lumber. Lumber wasn't even on sale, <laughs> but the man just needed a big lumber order. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're going through them. And I was snapping you and Dill uh, mm-hmm. as the night went on because we were like, okay, now we're we're back down into the, the the double digits again. You know, we're busting them out. And, dude, it was, it was awful. And then when they opened the store, I mean, it was just, yeah. and I was like. Guys, it's Lowe's.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never seen so many people that flood
0: a mm, that's store. Just their humanity, dude. I worked so. Well, he was working at Lowe's. I was working at Home Depot, and uh, granted, I was. This was when I was in New Jersey, um, and I have two stories of working there. So the first one, we opened the doors. We've been going for a while, and I'd say probably seven, eight o'clock at night. This lady is chasing this lady in our store uh and granted both of them are like speed walking they're not running but she is like cussing her up and down like just i'm surprised she didn't pull her hair like she was just going at her and so uh our our security team came over and grabbed them and and you know took them to the back and set them down and they were investigating and um soon after you know they were asked Both of them were asked to leave, and then they started telling security started telling us what was going on. And the lady who was walking away, her husband had almost hit the lady that was cussing her, trying to get in the store. Um, Hit her with a car, like oh shoot, had almost ran her over, and so she couldn't get at the husband. So she had followed the lady and was cussing her out, and like oh my gosh, it was it was wild. Like that was we didn't have a fight on Black Friday. That was Mm -hmm. the closest we got. The second one, this is my favorite Black Friday story, um, but it took place three weeks prior and then finished on Black Friday. So, three weeks prior to Black Friday, we had a lady come in um, tall. I'd say she was six foot, six two, something like that. Blonde, very, um, very skinny. Um, and she knew it. Like, she knew. Um, and she was from, like, I don't know if she was from Russia. But she was from that area. She had, you know, that kind of accent. And uh she would she would come up and she's trying to get a door. And the gentleman that was working there, he was older, he'd been there for I mean, he'd been at Home Depot for thirty, forty years. Like he he was he he'd been around the block. Um <laughs> but he liked women. He liked women. And so this lady was talking to him and she knew that he liked women. And so he's like making some really weird comments. Um, and she starts flirting back with him and then she's like, she's in this big jacket that comes down like maybe the middle of her thighs and it doesn't look like she has pants on. Um, and she's in like, I think red heels or something, but big jacket zipped up and she would go, will you get me the door? (laughs) And then she would unzip and underneath she had on a super skimpy red dress, all of the cleavage, like, Oh my it. gosh. Like if she turned too fast, I mean, we were going to have a scene. Like it was oh, one Lord. of those dresses God. and, uh, he was loving it, <laughs> but we couldn't do like what she was asking. Yeah. We couldn't do. She was asking for something that we just didn't provide. And so he was like, no, sorry. And every time that he would say no, she would zip that dress up and stick her nose to the sky and just, <laughs> uh, well, this went on for like 40 minutes and then he went around telling us about it. And, uh and then she comes back on Black Friday and she's doing the same thing except this time she's getting heated. So she's like, Give me the door and you know, we're like, No, and she's zipping up and then she zips it back up and <laughs> and then she starts getting frustrated saying that we promised her a door and blah, blah, blah. And given this old man, it wouldn't have surprised me if he promised her a door whenever she unzipped that that jacket. But, you know, we can't do it. We can't uphold. And so we're like, No, we didn't I don't know who promised you a door, but we can't do that. And so she starts getting frustrated. And she's like, "You promised me a door," and she starts getting loud. Well, at this point, I had come over and I was trying to talk her down because I was one of the witnesses to her, to her talking to this guy. And I did not remember him promising her a door, so I was like, "No, I think you're, I think you're mistaken." And uh, she starts getting like loud and she starts getting rambunctious. And then her uh, man comes over. And given her, her thing, I'm going to say it like this. I don't know if it was her boyfriend, her husband, her handler, her brother, whatever. I hope it's not her brother because he was a little close. Um, but, you know, she, he was the guy that was going to pipe her down and get her out of the store if need be. And so she still keeps getting loud, and he's starting to get loud too, And he's but loud at her. And he's like, calm down, shut up. Um, and then she grabbed me and I was like, let go, let go, let go. Cause we can't put our hands on a customer and we can't have like, like security team wasn't over there. So I'm just, she's gra- got my wrist and like death gripping me. And I'm like, let go, let go, let go. I'm 18. Please stop. <laughs> I'm a child. And so they finally get her to let me go. And then my boss is like, get away. So I leave and then maybe five, 10 minutes go by and they have to escort her out and it took maybe five minutes after she had left the store for us to stop hearing her she was screaming that loud
1: dang she was crazy yeah i've never had any crazy crazy stories like that i think the most wild one was i do remember
0: going black friday shopping like she's he says he doesn't have any crazy ones man had to Kick out two K for his life. I mean, he's over there pulling a spec ops operation. Well, I ain't had I mean, nothing. I mean, I'm rolling on the floor, like picking him up, like no. I mean, the like, whole time she said, "Ah," he kicked him, and then you just hear dun 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun 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 dun. Oh, you see my silhouette going like this? <laughs> yeah, it
1: is. man, I'm so I'm so ready to get cameras so they can see all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think again, I've never had any, and I. I've never had any customers act like that. I've had a wild story, of course, but I think the most wild one I've ever seen, like visually, was there was these two these two ladies. They were um, they both had young children, and um, this is back when Walmart would make you like walk in a single file line oh, yeah. um, to certain like areas, and uh, there was these you know them the electric cars you used to drive as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they well there was two. And then one person got one, and there were two ladies that walked up simultaneously trying to get get that car. And I watched as the first lady got it. She walked off. The other lady slowly follows behind her. You see the first lady walk off. The second lady grabs it out of her cart and takes off running. (gasps) And, and you never see the lady again. Oh, my god! <laughs> she got robbed on Black Friday. Bro, I'd be so mad. I was like, I've never seen nothing like it before. It
2: drop kicked her.
1: Well, you know, people talk bad about Black Friday and, like, the shopping and how
2: crazy people get. That's legit stuff. No, no it's pretty rough. Like, people get weird on Black Friday, bro. I've seen, I've seen a guy pushing a cart, like, full speed, T-bone another person's cart, and all their stuff go flying. I mean, they had games, they had movies, Mm -hmm. they had, like, a laptop and a bunch of, I mean, and then people started grabbing it all up and running off with it. And I'm (laughs) like, dude, it's awful.
1: What is it called when, um...
2: Mass hysteria. Is that what it is? Mass hysteria is what Black Friday is.
1: Well, have you ever seen, like, in a, you ever seen the movie San Andreas with the rock in it when, Mm -hmm. like, the big earthquake and all that stuff happens? You remember when those, like, all the stores get broke and people just take, yeah, raided, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I feel like with Black Friday. Yeah, no,
0: mass hysteria is whenever, like, a group of people see the same thing that's not real. So, like, a lot of people think us speaking in tongues is mass hysteria. Oh, really? Because you just create an echo chamber. Mass hysteria is whenever you create an echo chamber of something that's not real. I got so, you. So like, if we were out in the woods, ten of us, and I was like, "Bro, did you see that ghost?" And I talked about it so much that then you started seeing the ghost, even though there's not a ghost. That's mass hysteria. Okay, I got you.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking of rating. That's that was what I was thinking, bro. It gets wild. Yeah, raiding, looters. Looters. It yeah. was a real
0: bad. Uh, it was real bad in 2020. That's wild, um, bro. All I couldn't imagine all them, on. all them stories. Can you believe we lived through 2020?
2: My word, what a year! What if we didn't actually live through 2020 and we're sitting in purgatory right now?
0: What if this is just a simulation?
2: That wouldn't. We're in praying. the matrix. We're in the matrix. <sighs> so Satan equals. Break
0: the system.
2: <laughs> Break the system. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, last time we talked about, you know, what tables have you been flipping?
0: No, no sir. It definitely going to be these. There's too much expensive equipment Way tied to this equipment. table. Yeah, please do not. I still got to get a tablecloth for this thing. Uh, we got some work to do. We do but we have, have a studio, y'all. I just
1: can't, I can't believe awesome. it, man.
0: No more... Air no more dog tails. No more dogs. Slapping the mic. No yeah, more chew toys. No more... No more These bones. mics are so good. No more uh, video games being put on in the background. And you can hear the music for an uh, for 45 minutes straight before you realize that you can hear it on the mic. That was so
2: funny. Dude, we thought we were losing it. Bro, that's we mass did. hysteria. We,
1: were, we thought that we were going crazy, bro.
2: What's funny now is the PlayStation sits downstairs and... I think I spend less time on it than it's downstairs, and I'm always downstairs. I'm barely in the bedroom.
0: Bro, I don't play with that mass hysteria stuff. Really? I had a friend who was on some medicine for his acne real bad at one point, and he came over to one of, like, I had a sleepover before my birthday parties, and we walked down a gravel road, and when we were coming back home, it was dark, and there were trees on either side of the road, so it kind of looked like the road just went on forever, and he was like, Guys, I don't feel like we're moving, like I'm freaking out. And it was the medicine was messing with him. And I was like, Dog, I love you. If you don't get it together, I will knock you out myself and drag you back to the house.
1: Yeah. Um, when we used to live out in Life, um, that kind of stuff happened because Life, there's nothing out there. I mean, yeah. It's just, it's this little 300 person town. And I remember we used to walk um, just these random back rows or. Random fields, whatever we could find to just kill time. Mm-hmm. And that crap used to happen with us, bro. Like, we would just sit there, and I'm like, I feel like we were just here. Yeah. Like, did we just do a circle? Like, yep. it was, I, yeah. Uh, I've had several experiences like that.
0: All right. Well, it looks like we're out of time. Man. This has been a fun episode. This man. was fun. I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like i challenged myself. Oh, yeah. And it was our first episode with our equipment. Bro, I'm so so ready to edit this. Yeah, I'm excited, man. So, y'all, big things, big, big, big things coming up. Yeah, y'all keep um, a lookout
1: for just the uh, progression of this podcast, the up-and-coming podcast with yes. uh, Kick It, Don't Quit It. They are really taking off and doing so good. They're amazing. Um, please go like and subscribe. Their YouTube, their Facebook, their Instagram, um, mm-hmm. anything that you can do. Any please kind of support leave us a review uh, on
0: Spotify and Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening on. Uh, rate us. Get, we prefer five stars, whatever you feel like we deserve. Um, that really helps us get out, um, expand our, our reaches and be able to reach more people um, so that we can create a better, bigger, better community and just love on y'all.
1: And yep. you and let us know what you guys are into. We want this guy. We want this to be personal for you guys. Yeah. We want to know what you are into. If there's something you want us to talk about, something you want us to talk about less, we need to know. Send <laughs> yeah. us reviews. Yeah. You know, if you get tired of hearing Lowe's and Walmart and yeah. Home Depot, just let us know. Just, just let us know you know, um, and then again, uh, keep a lookout for um, our third. Podcast, our, our newest yes, project. Yes, yes, we yes. are so excited. It is called The Big Circle. Um, it will be hosted again by Pastor and Ivy. Um, they will be spearheading that. Um, so just keep a lookout for that. Um, hopefully we can get that up and coming soon. Season three is just right around the corner, um, and there are going to be some massive changes yes. coming to three semi-grown men. The studio actually canceled
2: my contract for season three. Um, Jay will be taking over. Finally.
1: Yeah, Nick will no longer be a part she of it. be actually
2: being replaced by Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that's cute. I'd like to see you replace me. <laughs>
1: now, Is he going to edit too? No. Oh, that's so messed up. <laughs> and see, stays like this, and I'm glad we don't have cameras. <laughs> that was messed up. <laughs>
0: that will never see the light of day <laughs> no it won't <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> but i i and we love y'all we're gonna get back Bloody on track guys. here yeah um, gotta please 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 can't emphasize it enough uh go check out our our, our other podcasts that uh, you know that are part of uh, under this studio uh, kick it don't quit it big circle will be coming out soon um go you know like subscribe those leave a review uh Email us, DM us, all of that. We want to hear from you guys. We want you guys to feel just as connected as as we do. Um, yeah, uh, email us. That email is 3sgm2022 at gmail.com. Uh, so you can DM us on our socials or email us at that, and we will uh, you know write back if you want to ask a question or a, or a story for the podcast for us to tell or, or, or talk about. Absolutely write those in. We'd love to hear from you guys um and next episode is the season finale of episode of season two so uh like like austin said we got some big 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 things coming we may give a little teaser of them uh next episode we'll talk about it and see what all we want to let you guys in on what we're doing uh but there are some big things happening behind the scenes so please stay tuned and continue to go on this journey with us
2: as always guys we appreciate you we love you we're so thankful for for all of our viewers. And uh, we will see you guys when we see you.
0: Bye. See you.